Joining us in the studio, we welcome back Janet Leeper. She is the Inquiry Counsel for the Town of Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Great to have you back, Janet. Good morning. These have been some busy times for you and, and the folks doing the inquiry. That's right. We, um, we were last here in August mm-hmm. for our community meeting and our standing and funding hearings. After that, uh, the judge released reasons and granted eight parties standing. So since then, we've begun collecting documents, asking for documents from the parties, and we've discovered there are, there's quite a high volume of documents, and some of them have asked for additional time. So what we've done is we've started interviewing witnesses to okay. start collecting information while we wait for the documents to come in. Just to give a little background, the uh, Collingwood Judicial Inquiry was called on by the Collingwood Town Council to investigate, uh, uh, turns out to be a couple of things, um, and really just to get a, a ruling on, on on what happened or report on what happened and and what maybe went wrong and what we need to do to fix it. Yes. Is that uh, oversimplifying it? No, I think that's a really good uh, summary. It, it involves a transaction that happened back in 2012, but the lead up to the transaction was months before it actually right. closed, and that dealt with the share sale of the town power company, Collis. Uh, there was a 50% share sale. After the sale, then there was a decision made by council to purchase two covers for recreational facilities here in town, the arena and the pool. And so the inquiry terms of reference, which mm-hmm. it, which is a fancy way of saying what town council told us to look into, right. understand the transaction, understand if there was correct oversight, were the, um, the terms of the bidding for the 50% share sale appropriate, um, look into that decision to uh, purchase those covers for mm-hmm. the recreational buildings, who got paid, were there benefits or fees uh, arising from that. And then after the transaction, they've also asked to lo- us to look at the um, the relationships, sort of the corporate relationships between the parties that were left after the share transaction up to 2017. Okay. So because it's that span of time and because of all the different corporations involved, yes. you can imagine that but there have But some of the corporations been, even changed during that time. Some of them have changed mm. and even more recently changed again. Yeah. So there, there are some elements of complexity to it. So our job <laughs> is to make that into a, a set of evidence with witnesses and documents that will come forward in public hearings once we have those documents. The judge will hear them in public and we'll hear from the witnesses. And then, as you say, produce a report that is both descriptive of what happened, but mm-hmm. also forward-looking to help the town with the governance policies, any other policy issues that arose from this that can help the town in the future. You've already had some public meetings. We've talked about that, invited people to come in, in, in to them. Uh, how did they go? Was the turnout what you expected? Uh, was there a sense of tension in this, or is this going easy-peasy? We didn't know what to expect for the very first community meeting. So we met over at the library on the third floor, and the room was full. There was interest, and people came forward and made submissions to the judge. Uh, He introduced the the team that's Mm -hmm. preparing the materials. And I I would say there was a very good uh, range of views and not everybody, of course, agrees. <laughs> right. um, no town would be <laughs> unusual if everybody agreed on every issue. So even on this, people did not all agree. So we listened, and that's our job mm. right now. Listen, understand, synthesize, and prepare. So we're very much in that mode right now. The time span that you are looking at, uh, there is going to be, I would imagine, a plethora of documents that you're going to have to go through. Uh, and... Uh, 
you're saying that some of those, there's so many documents that people are asking for more time to bring those up. Who are bringing those documents? You, you mentioned there's eight people, parties that have standing. Yes. So parties are participants. Mm-hmm. So some of them are, we'll call them corporate parties. They represent right. corporations sure. who are involved and others are individuals. So it's very interesting because, and, and I'm not going to say specifically who said what, but we meet every couple of weeks with all the lawyers for the parties to say, how's it going? What's your status? Right. What's the timeline? Because we need their input to say, when will it be fair to start? When will you be mm. ready? Some of them have had to retain um, document management services to help them collect the documents right. because it's that kind of a volume. They didn't expect this to happen either. So, well, nobody really knew what, what <laughs> right. it was going to look like until they started going looking. Other parties have said to us, we have nothing. We have no documents. Wow. So for the people who say, well, we haven't kept anything, what we have to do is think about where might we find the documents that might have been in their possession that they no longer have. If a participant has standing, is that voluntary or are, are they subpoenaed or maybe I don't know if that's the right word? No, we, uh, we do have a summons a power available right. to us. And we, have, we sent out summonses at the start of the summer because we knew we'd have to start asking for documents. Okay. So before we even made decisions on standing, we thought, let's get ahead of it. Let's start notifying people so they can start collecting the documents. Okay. Um, vo- it's voluntary in terms of request for standing. That means you get to participate, ask questions. Right. Uh, but a summons is something that you would send out to make sure that someone comes forward or brings documents forward so that we get the information. So we have a combination of the voluntary group who right. are saying, yes, we want to participate. We'll and that's cooperate. who you're talking to now. And that's who we talk to now through their lawyers. But after that, you may find that there's some people you need to talk to that haven't come forward and, and you can seek them out. That's right. Okay. So that could get interesting as that part happens. Uh, this sounds like there's going to be a lot of people involved in this uh, how many how many folks are going to be involved in this in, in, in terms of the uh, the inquiry itself it, it, this is going to be a giant payroll it sounds like well hopefully not because mm. what we're trying to do is put as much in writing as we can okay. it would take so long for someone to sit down and tell this story start right. to finish with right. every detail so a lot of inquiries use this preparation time to build foundation documents that they can file with the judge that have the documents that are not controversial. So okay. you don't have to have someone come up and say it all like you would in a trial. Right. So that then the witnesses who would testify and we'll have to figure out who we will be calling. And there may be some that the parties want us to call as well. Mm. Say, we need to hear from this person. They're going to help you understand this. So it's a very it's a very delicate balance of use the resources wisely, make sure it's thorough, and make sure it's fair. In a in a courtroom, at least what I see on TV, uh, there is prosecutors and defense. Do you have that kind of setup in an inquiry? Because it sounds a little bit more nebulous. It, it's. It's just different because it's not adversarial. So right. in, in a criminal case, you've got the state prosecuting a person. Right. So it's very two-sided. Right. But think of as an inquiry is more like a big table with a lot of people around it saying, how do we tell the public what happened? It's okay. inquisitorial rather than adversarial. All right. A big fancy way of just saying nobody's prosecuting anybody. We're here to find out the truth and present it to the public through the judge. It sounds like you have a mammoth amount of work to do 
and that could uncover even more mammoth amount of work. Do you have an end date? Is there a is there a time? Like, how do you say? Oh, yeah, we're going to get your answer by this date. So, so town council did not set a deadline, but we're all very aware of the fact that we should keep moving, right? And wherever we can, we're working in parallel. So that's why. We're not sort of sitting back in our office saying, well, bring us the documents, then we'll look at them. Right. We're going out looking for here's documents. Here's what we can do in the meantime. Here's what we can do in the meantime. And we we know that everybody would just like to see it brought forward as soon as it can fairly be brought forward. Mm. So that's, that's what we're going to do. We have a municipal election coming up, as you know. Should any of the discussions of this inquiry factor into the way that people are considering about voting? Oh, that's not for me to say at all. Um, we're aware that there is an election, obviously, mm-hmm. and and uh, I think the timing is is obviously better to have an inquiry after an election because it's it should not be a political process. Ours right. is a judicial process. So really, it's it's wait till the answers are out. In some cases, this is more of a long term. Mm. This is this is a helping the town with long term rather than short term decision making. Okay, and so really trying to take the long view and and try to bring forward good policy for the town. And in a sense, you know, a lot of people talk about the investment that we're making in this inquiry. And, you know, unlike a a legal case where, you know, if you win, you get some money back, this likely isn't going to happen. But but the investment could be in that we get the process, we get the answers that we're looking for so that things like this don't continue to happen. And we could save money down the line. I I think it's two things. It's Yes, it's it's policies that ensure you spend your money wisely, but it's also an investment in confidence in mm. your in your um, your local government, which touches everybody here. <laughs> it is fantastic uh, to, that you uh, continue to give us these updates. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you again. Is there anything the f- uh, uh, folks should sort of be aware of for in terms of next steps? Is there any next meetings that we need to be uh, putting in our calendar? So I, what I would say is we will announce the dates of the public hearings once we're able to set them. Okay. We have a webpage, the callingwoodinquiry.ca, and we will post updates there as to what our work is as we go along, and we'd invite anyone to have a look. Janet Leeper, thank you so much for joining us from the Town of Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much.